Man, okay, so 210 jerseys your first week. What kind of marketing were y'all guys doing? It was. So this this was back in the day where you could actually tell people to tag a friend. Or, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? They would actually be more willing. Right. I literally, I broke up my entire phone by nationalities. Oh, wow. Um, and since I was releasing jerseys for for Nigeria, Ghana, Egypt, Eritrea, Ethiopia, and Kenya. Okay. And then we had like a black Africa jersey that was inclusive for everybody. Right. Um, I've broken up my phone into different nationalities, let people know, hey, yo, I'm releasing, this is what Mazizi is. Right. If you have a friend that's from, or a cousin that's like the same nationality as you, would you mind tagging them or sharing it or even just showing some love? Right. Um, so when I did that, and this was even before we actually launched, it just took off on social media. Like right. we was getting hella retweets, we was getting hella shares. I don't want to say it went viral, but like it, it spread really quickly. Right, right, right. Um, and then yeah, so from there, by the time we actually launched August thirty, everybody was trying to trying to cop one before yeah. it was sold out. Um, and yeah, it spread like wildfire. Even my mom, she's the one who's our angel investor. She took out some bread so that I could actually get started and get oh. the products manufactured. Oh, so she took and, a loan out for you? Or? We try to take a loan, but. They, they denied us, right? Oh, really? So she actually ended up selling some of her stocks. Um, oh, wow. So I was able to put 4,500 towards manufacturing and then 1,500 towards marketing. How does one go about finding a manufacturer? That's like, that's like the million dollar question. I mean, I know people who have courses for that, but it's like, honestly, what's like the process? Cause you think about it, um, the process and like what are some of like the, uh, the barest entry, like minimum orders, quantity, et cetera. Like kind of talk us and walk us through that for our audience. It, so it, it varies based on the product that you're trying to get. No. It all literally starts with the Google search. Okay. I, um, personally, what I've done is found out what products that I do like that are out there on the market. Okay. I look on their tags to see where they're made at. And mm -hmm. then from there, I'm like, okay, let's see if I can get jerseys made in such and such country. Let's say the Philippines, jerseys made in the Philippines. Um, start looking for Filipino manufacturers or sportswear manufacturers. And then from there, just sending out quotes and like seeing, the biggest thing usually is language barrier. Mm. Um, and time probably too, right? Like, yeah, the time zone, time zone differences. Right. It, it, it can be, I don't want to cuss, it, it can be difficult. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, like honestly, a lot of these companies, a lot of these manufacturers, they're willing, they're, they're eager to do business with foreign investment. With, right. um, they want to do American business, right? right? So it's really just a matter of figuring out what country has the highest exports or highest manufacturers for whatever product that you're looking for. Okay. Figuring out, getting like a few different manufacturers of that in that country with for that product, and from there just sending out quotes and seeing like, okay, are these people willing to work with me? Are they are they cheaper? Are how is their their samples? Are they willing to send some over so I that imagine. I can actually get see how their quality is um, and just how flexible they are? So do most of them send out samples or yeah, a lot not sometimes they send a manufacturer will send you a sample just to show you the kind of quality Color. that they do, um, and yeah, like even then so. A lot of people, because I, I I don't know anything about tech packs or I don't right. know anything about drawing and, and yeah, none sure. of that. So like, if you're able to send them an idea or a sample of what you like at like, the quality that you like, they're usually able to deconstruct it and replicate it. Oh, nice. Young black entrepreneur, licensed with what? Um, Marvel. Marvel for Black Panther. Yes, right. sir. Disney as well, right? Yes, sir. The Lion King. The Lion King. And we just did Paramount for Zerunda coming to America. Coming to America. Three huge global brands. 
and you right here based out of Dallas, Texas, yes, have these licensing deals. How did this shit even come about, bro? And who was the first? The first one was the Marvel, right? Yeah, Marvel Wakanda. Okay, how did that come about? Let's start there. That one was that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. So that that started back in like. This was 2017, right. whenever the Black Panther movie trailer had first dropped. This was October. Um, people had hopped on social media talking about, hey, yo, like, what are we going to wear to the, the movie premiere? People were saying, oh, let's wear traditional gear. I saw it was a big thing. And then others was like, no, we need to wear Mazizi. And the others was like, no, Mazizi needs to make a jersey for the movie. Uh, and like, I was like, okay, like, that's a great idea, but like, this is Marvel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is a big ass company. I, was, yeah. I don't know why they would do, want to do business with the three year old black owned business. Right. Um, but I mean, I started doing some more digging, started figuring out like, okay, how is, at least from the outside looking in, how is Marvel going about marketing to the black community? Right. Um, who are their current merchandisers? How are they selling their products? And then how can Mazizi be a solution for them? Like, right. what, what problems were they having so that I could plug Mazizi in to be that answer? All right. Um, and then, so like, fast forward to like December, I had put together this whole proposal um, showing them like why Mazizi was a superior product and why they should partner with us. I found their partnerships and licensing um, email on the website. Send just talk to them. Just on my website. Just looking. Yeah, bro, I, literally, <laughs> I, I'm such a Google stand because yeah. like, you can find anything on the internet. You know? It's like literally just typing in like licensing Marvel and then seeing what yeah. pops up. A lot of times, like it'll show you the direct website or the, the official website. And it'll show you their email and show right. you how to contact them. Okay. Um, so you sent a cold email. Send sent a cold email. They told me no. Okay. I told them that. I hear you no, know, but personally, where I'm from, no means maybe. What did I say? I said, no means maybe, and maybe means yes. So unfortunately, I can't take your no for an answer. <laughs> That's real. They didn't like that. <laughs> they didn't like that at all. And they responded back to that one? Yeah, they, they, they responded, but they said that um, if I release anything with Marvel IP on it, then they're going to have to take legal action. Okay. So I was like, all right, let me let me back up. <laughs> let me not, not piss off the bear. Okay. If anything, if I can go through the front door, how do I go through the back? Gotcha. So um, I started thinking, uh, we launched like this whole movement. Um, it was easy for Marvel. And we did like a mock-up jersey. We did a video for it, put it on social media. And we told people straight up like, hey, yo, we can't release this jersey. But if you want it, tag Marvel, let them know so that we can release it. Um, so that did really well and this was by like January 2018 yeah um, it, it got picked up by the shade room it was circulating okay. they still said no said no again um, but this entire time I had been finding out okay who who at Marvel or who on LinkedIn um, works at Marvel and like who is it that I can talk to directly LinkedIn guys I've been trying to tell you about sponsorships and marketing and branding through LinkedIn okay. LinkedIn because LinkedIn is literally like you go directly to the gatekeepers themselves right. um, for sure so yeah, so I was, I was, I contacted a few people, um, and one lady that was out there had, that was working at Marvel had contacted me back saying, "Yo, um, let me get an email for you." And this was, this was by March, like the Black Panther movie, movie had already been premiered in February. Right. Um, the team and I, we had told ourselves like, "All right, we put in too much money and energy into a product we're not even able to launch. Like, right. it's time to dead this project." But yeah, in March, the, the lady had, had contacted me back on LinkedIn saying, let me get an email for you. Um, she sent the email to me. I emailed the person the proposal. Within a few days, like I, I got a call from somebody at Disney Consumer Products team saying they love my tenacity ambition. 
And you say you're nasty ambition? Tenacity. Oh, I thought you say what the fuck? Okay, tenacity and ambition. So like, and then within two days after that, I flew out to LA to meet Disney Consumer Products team and figure out how we can make the Wakanda jersey. Wow, that's crazy, bro. So was like a was it a whole pitch for you or like or you just went out there was just like conversation? It was just conversation. By then, by the time that they had called me, they were already like on board. But I wanted to make sure that they knew my face, right? I always want to to put faces to names for show up. Um, sorry, that's how I flew out there and I'm like, yo, what's good? It's like, yeah. um, I, let's do business and let's build this relationship so that moving forward in the future, like, All right. we continue. Gotcha. Okay. So for people who don't know exactly what license is in, can you kind of walk us through what that entails and what that means for you and for Marvel? So there's a lot of different ways you can go about licensing. Uh-huh. Um, typically a licensing deal is a major company will sell the copyright um, or the permissions to use the copyright to a smaller company. Um, And a lot of times, like, the price varies depending on how popular the the copyright is. But how we did it is that we have a middleman that we're working with that, um, they're called Sea Life. They're they're an actual licensing company. So they're known for, like, purchasing licenses and Mm -hmm. manufacturing and retailing in in big name stores like Walmart or Target. Um, So essentially, we're sub-licensees of them. They purchase the license. um, And then we're manufacturing through them so that they have the permission, they have the license, and they make the product. But we're the ones who are reselling it. Um, So we're able to actually use the license legally because we're using them to manufacture. Okay. So the the middleman actually buys it from Marvel. Exactly. Because a lot of times a lot of times these licenses like they're arm and leg, you know, they'll, right. they'll be six figures or there'll just be a lot of random fees that you'll that are incorporated into it. Um so for small businesses I would definitely uh recommend trying to find a company to act as a middleman, a company that is um that does retail licensed products for sure so that you can work with them and work close capacity so that you're not putting your business right. under in order to actually use a copyright gotcha. so did you do you have to pay sea life yeah you gotta pay but it's not as much as you would have to pay not at all marvel directly not at all okay so, that's cool how did you even build that relationship with them did marvel kind of tell you about there or was that another google it was literally disney consumer products team they were okay. connecting us they're gotcha. like they they told us like yo we don't want to put you out of business we love your business but we we know how expensive our licenses is okay so um they connected us with Sea Life so that in order we could actually produce something at and make affordable it, cost. Make it happen. Yeah. That's, that's what's <laughs> up, bro. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that that partnership was a lucrative partnership for you and kind of added more eyes to you, right? Yeah, definitely. The Wakanda jersey, it, it, I think it legitimized your business. For sure. Um, at the end of the day, it, it's just a shiny trophy. Right. But that trophy showed people that we were, we were the real deal. Oh, like, yeah. If we can get Marvel to co-sign exactly. it. And like... Why wow, wouldn't you want to do business with us? And that's what I try to tell people. That's the whole reason why we name our brand, our magazine, our media company, Cosign, because people don't understand the importance of a Cosign, right? So from there, now that you have that relationship, was it easier to walk through the door for Lion King? Literally, it was just a matter of like, Hey, yo, we want to do a license for Lion King. Oh, cool. Let's, let's talk to them real quick. I'll get back with you. Boom. They connected us. Um, same thing happened with Wakanda. Or not Wakanda. Zamunda and, and Paramount. Um, since we had the foot in the door and since we did well with Wakanda, like, we... we it's that cosign. Saying people saw that what we've done in the past, so we have leverage to work with them in the future. Got you. So the whole Paramount relationship... Um, 
did did Disney's help you with that too, or did, were that so straight? It was, it was uh, so through Sea Life. Sea Life, okay. Yeah, they were the ones um, they reached out to do the Paramount team and connected us with them so that we're gotcha. able to actually do Jersey for Samunda. So with Sea Life now, are they kind of like looking for stuff and like saying, hey, you, you should look into this too and kind of help facilitate? Yeah, they're all like, I love them. Even the, the CEO, Jaime, he's yeah. this older Jewish guy. He's yeah. great people. Um, and yeah, like they're always throwing me opportunities or whatever that they think like aligns with Mazizi. That's so. crazy. So I'll, I'll make three points. Closed mouths don't get fed. Thanks. Right? Like, if you don't ask, then you can't you can't expect to receive anything. Right. Um, polite persistence mm-hmm. is, is, is great to have. Um, if you're... Because you, you want to be persistent, but um, you want to make sure that you're polite with it. You don't right. want to rub people off the wrong way. For sure. So, like, if you're, if you're kind, you're courteous, you can still be annoying. Right. <laughs> but um, if you're kind and courteous, then, like, the worst that they can literally say is no. Right. Um... And then the third point I want to make is that, oh, yeah, anybody you want to meet is only seven handshakes away, like six mm-hmm. degrees of separation. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a matter of finding out which which hands you need to shake in order to get, get to that, that last handshake. I love that.